This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Eric Walden of the Salt Lake Tribune coming up momentarily. Game 5 tonight here at Vivint Arena. Tip-off coming your way a little after 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins from the plaza at 7. And uh, we are giving away three pair of tickets and how we're doing it. Coming up at 5.30, there will be three questions asked about today's show. You've got to know the answer in order to win the tickets. Sounds good to me. We want to reward a loyal listener. What? Go what? ahead. No, go. Uh, no, finish. Finish. No, I'll talk. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna jump out to our, our I, guest. I, I was gonna say, let's go to the man who has all the answers. I was gonna say, I'm ready. It was a, you it was know. a transition. It was, you know, smooth. It was. Not. It was going to be smooth. You have never jumped in to introduce our guest once in the all the years that we've been doing this. You and said you got to know the answer to the questions, and I said, okay, let's go to the guy who has all the answers. Here, this was going to be my transition. One of those questions could be about our next guest, <laughs> uh, our friend Eric Walden from the Salt Lake Tribune. Hello, Eric. Well, now that Gordon has, like— put it out there that I have all the answers, we may as well just end this thing right now because that's just <laughs> creating bar. unrealistic expectations yeah. and too much pressure. That's a high bar right there. Uh, yeah. A little high. All right. He has a lot of answers. Say it that okay. way. Okay. Now a lot. That just sounds like not very many. <laughs> you couldn't have gone with most, you know? No, he's like, he's got he's got a couple answers. You know, you over-adjusted. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. I didn't why, mean to. Why, why, don't we, why don't we go with, he has a reasonable number of answers. Okay. Really kind of All right. Know. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Eric, I want to get your, I guess, your thoughts on, on how the Clippers adjust with no Kawhi Leonard tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know. Kawhi is one of those just absolute superstars in the league that uh, you hate to see this this situation happen. I mean, being honest, you know, when uh, when when the injury happened in you know towards the tail end of Game Four, I didn't think a whole lot of it at the time. You know, obviously we know he's had knee injuries and, and knee issues throughout his career, but it seemed like maybe he just you know bumped it or something, and they were being cautious given that they were still up. 12 or 14 points, you know, even with the run the Jazz were making, it felt like the Clippers still had the game in hand and, and, you know, maybe they were just, uh, you know, not wanting, not wanting to take a chance. And then you see the news come out today that, that, you know, he's looking at a potential ACL injury and definitely out tonight and, and maybe for the rest of the series, maybe for the rest of the playoffs, that's not what anyone wants to see. You know, no, no one on the Jazz wants to uh, have the series decided that way. Not that you know that means it's decided, but he, he's one of those guys who's, who's irreplaceable. You know, the Jazz have been getting by without Mike Conley, and, and as great as Mike is, you know, he's an all-star player. Uh, you know, they're they're two and two without him. Kawhi Leonard is a is a transcendent two-way player in the league. You know, someone on the Jazz the other day called him still the two best still the best two-way player in the league. I want to say it was Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, this, this certainly 
changes uh, how things are going to go. You know, this, this, this certainly changes the trajectory of the series. So, Eric, Jake and I were talking about this earlier. We hate injuries. It's sort of my least favorite part of covering sports um, as far as things that happen on the floor, on the court, on the field, on the diamond, whatever, on the ice. But uh, Jake asked a good question that it sounds almost diabolical, but it's kind of just the way it is. How do the Jazz take advantage of this? Yeah, right. I mean, you know, I'm there with you. Obviously, uh, five games worth of will Mike Conley or won't Mike Conley play has not been my favorite part of the job. But, um, yeah, I mean, this this is ultimately a results-driven business. And, um, you know, this this changes things favorably for the Jazz. There's no getting around it. You know, Kawhi was a focal point of this, you know, uh, Joe Ingles referred to it as a 6-9 across the board defense, you know, guys who are capable of, of switching, guys who are capable of locking down people on the perimeter. You know, it's no secret that Kawhi was one of the guys who uh, the Clippers were throwing out there quite a bit to kind of wrangle Donovan Mitchell as much as is possible to at least make him work, if not shut him down, you know, and, and you lose a guy who is first team All NBA, and um, honestly, who was who was one of the Clippers' primary offensive options. Beyond that, you know, everyone tends to default to Kawhi's defensive uh, exploits and, and and honors, and rightly so, given what he's done over the course of his career. But I mean, this is a guy who was scoring over thirty points per game the last couple of games. This is a guy who really took it to the next level offensively. You know, to get the Clippers out of their first round series against uh, against Dallas, so huge loss for LA. And you know, you can expect to see the Jazz maybe uh, afford to change up their defensive scheme a little bit now without him. You can probably expect to see them throw a little more help towards uh, Paul George. You know, I should say this is this is still a dangerous Clippers team, a team that led the NBA in three point percentage. And we've seen guys like uh, Reggie Jackson and, and Marcus Morris and Luke Kennard at times. You know, we've seen guys like this all capable of pitching in and, and stepping up. So, you know, you don't want to go overboard and, and, and think, wow, you know, this absolutely uh, guarantees the Jazz success going forward. But, I mean, yeah, just it, it really does change what the Clippers are going to have to uh, do, you know, the way that they're going to be able to attack the Jazz on both ends of the court. You met you, you, Exactly, Eric. I think you're right on the money. And I, I want to run an opinion by you about how much it affects what the Clippers are doing offensively and why I think they're going to really struggle because they've designed an offense, and I know it's a simple one, but to take Rudy Gobert out of it, by playing ISO, and you know, if if Rudy chooses to help, if somebody gets beat, then his guy's open in the corner for three, or you know, they make the extra pass. But it's predicated on Kawhi and Paul George, for that matter. But but Kawhi beating his dude, which he does uh, on the reg, and I think the whole team is going to have to to redraw up a game plan, and maybe that opens the door for Rudy to get back and have a big time game. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, really what the offensive strength of Kawhi Leonard is, and it was something that was built to exploit uh, specifically the type of defense the Jazz play. You know, Kawhi Leonard is one of the best mid-range shooters in the league, and that's the area where when you've got Rudy Gobert playing, 
you know, a drop big style defense, that's the area that's made available. This this Jazz team has built in their entire scheme around chasing guys off the three point line and shutting down forays to the rim. And, you know, the the weak spot in that, so to speak, was to leave the mid range open. That's what Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard did. So yeah, I expect to see a lot more kind of drive and kick out of the Clippers. I expect to see, you know, them maybe bumping up the three-point attempts. I'm curious to see if this means they wind up going big again. Um, maybe they wind up starting Zubats at center, moving, uh, you know, Morris to the four and Batum to the three, potentially. Uh, that seems like maybe the most natural move, although I haven't, uh, you know, I don't have any inside info on that. But yeah, I mean, it fundamentally changes what the Clippers are going to do. Um, you know, this is a team that doesn't really employ a traditional point guard, you know. And so they had a lot of Paul George kind of doing that. They had a lot of Kawhi Leonard kind of handling things, you know, setting up the distribution. And, um, you know, whoever they wind up playing his minutes instead of him is just not going to be as good a player. So, Eric, now that we've established that you hate, like we do, the whole idea of uh, having to deal with injuries or cover them, let me ask you about Mike Conley. You brought him up earlier, and I know that you don't know when he's going to be back, but you know as much as anybody does about everything about this team. So what, what do you, what's your gut telling you? About about when Mike will be back is this is this just going to if the Jazz are able to pull this series out is this just going to drag on and on for a while longer? Well, so in speaking to Mike today, you know, there's there's kind of a little more clarity to the situation, and yet uh, simultaneously somehow no clarity at all. You know, so for those people who who maybe aren't aware who didn't hear it. Uh, we got to speak to Mike today and, and, you know, kind of try to pick his brain about what's going on with this hamstring situation, just given that, you know, we heard that it was diagnosed as a mild strain. Mike told us, you know, it, it was kind of the least of the three hamstring injuries he's had this year. And really what it comes down to is he was kind of prepping to play in game three and on the day of game two uh, suffered a setback. You know, it's... um I don't know if it was another pull or if there was a pop or what, but here's the here's the bad thing about hamstring injuries, you know, and, and Mike brought this up himself in his news conference. You know, it, it's at a point where with these kind of uh, muscular injuries that, as he put it, you're, you're waking up in the morning and hoping is today the day that it feels better, you know, because he's gone through the sequence of, letting it rest, letting it calm down, you know, letting the, the swelling side or, or whatever, letting the healing occur. And then the minute he starts to ramp it back up again, uh, you know, something happens and, and it's not back to square one necessarily, but it's, but it's a step back. So, you know, on the one hand, it's encouraging that he said he does believe that depending on how this series goes, that uh, there's still a chance he could play against the Clippers. On the other hand, you know, he very much made it sound as though the Mike Conley that we're going to be seeing out there at any point during the playoffs is going to be, you know, a Mike Conley who's less than 100%. You know, uh, as he put it, what this injury needs is time. And given the way the playoff schedule has unfolded, the Jazz just really don't have a ton of that. So it sounds to me like at some point they're just going to – 
decide he's as good as he's going to get um, and, and, and throw him out there. But, you know, to the Jazz's credit, they've been cautious about this. You know, to Mike's point, they've had to kind of weigh how much good does he do in this series by trying to come back early versus, you know, they're 2-2 two and two against the Clippers without him, and now all of a sudden Kawhi Leonard is not playing. Does it make more sense, you know, to rest him a couple more days, hold him out against the Clippers, hope that you've got enough to now dispatch L.A., and maybe, hopefully, he's a little more healed up in time to potentially face the Phoenix Suns. So these are all the things that they're weighing right now, you know? That's a great point because if the Jazz do have designs on – on contending for a title, they're going to need him at some point. So you don't want to – you want to survive, but you don't want to jump the gun. Yeah, and, you know, that's 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 the tricky thing about this, right? Like, do you, do you save him for down the road versus do you need him to get to that point to be down the road, you know? And this is, this is what Jazz fans have been worrying about, saying, hey, you know, we lost two straight games to the Clippers – you know, we've seen them make adjustments that, that have really kind of hampered these Jazz without Mike Conley. Like, we need them back if we're, if we're going to make it out of the Western semifinals and, and get a crack at Phoenix. And then you see the Jazz kind of saying, well, hey, you know, maybe maybe that's not the case now. So there's just there's a lot of competing interests to weigh, and there's not necessarily a right answer. But, yeah, it was interesting to me hearing Mike say that, um, you know, he, he wants to come back just as soon as he feels like it's a good idea. He's, it's been killing him that he can't play. You know, he, he, he's been more frustrated than anybody. And, um, you know, they're just going to have to kind of at some point decide when is he at the point where they think he's least likely to hurt himself again because it seems like until we get to the off season and he's got a few months where he can just – let this relax and, and let this heal up and not have to worry about the game around the corner. Um, he's not going to be at full strength. All right, Eric, this is the, uh, this is the last thing from me. And uh, this is a, a, a bit of a shameless plug from you, but I do have, or for you, excuse me, but I do have a, a, a comment on it. I got this email uh, today. Says, uh, because you are a dedicated subscriber to the Salt Lake Tribune, we wanted to personally invite you to join us at 6 p.m. Thursday, June 17th, to answer your questions and discuss all the goings on from the first five games of the Jazz Clippers playoff series. This is a special live Zoom meeting open only to subscribers. If you're a print subscriber who hasn't activated your free digital access, do so by doing here. Anyway, uh, uh, my question to you is, this is you and Andy Larson, uh, but my comment is, is it's about time that the Tribune is giving the true superstars over there multiple platforms to connect with an audience. Uh, that's a very kind of you say, Jake. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, um, this is kind of a, a relatively new thing, not totally new thing that we've been kind of playing around with. Um, I had a lot of people, you know, who, who were getting a hold of me over the last few months saying, hey, whatever happened to uh, the weekly run podcast that you and Andy used to do? I really miss it. And, you know, to be honest, it, it was a thing where our new management was kind of concerned about the time level that was being put into it and, and whether or not it was worthwhile, whether or not, you know, it was ultimately kind of a productive thing as much as people enjoyed it. You know, was it a good use of resources? And really kind of from our discussions of that, we, we eventually kind of came upon 
this uh, this live chat idea. And so, you know, it, it kind of sort of follows the format of our old podcast. Uh, it's Andy and I, you know, sitting not across from each other, but, you know, across from each other via the uh, digital landscape of Zoom and talking about the jazz, talking about what's going on with them, talking about, in this case, you know, we'll, we'll be discussing the Mike Conley injury situation. We'll have another game tonight to hash out. And, yeah, we really wanted to make this available to Tribune subscribers kind of as a, a thank you to the people who are, you know, helping support local journalism. Uh, the Solid Tribune is a nonprofit now, so we really depend on people subscribing. We depend on people making donations to allow us to continue doing the work that we do. And so um, I'll just throw one more plug out there. I'll, I'm going to be putting up a link on my Twitter page that's at TripJazz very shortly. We've been running a playoff special rate. Uh, if people want to get signed up for this thing and they're not trip subscribers and they're saying, hey, you know, it's kind of expensive maybe. Um, first of all, good journalism is not cheap. <laughs> you know, we've got a lot of great reporters doing a lot of great work and they deserve to be paid for it. But we're running a special playoff rate. It amounts to $1 a week for a year of coverage. You know, no paywall for you in this case. You get to read as many trip articles as you want for a year, for a dollar a week. I'll be putting the link up on my account. Um, I'll be putting up a link to, you know, sign up for this live chat that Andy and I will be doing tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, we're planning to do more of these going forward. So thanks for giving me the chance to talk about that. Well, well I, I will say that, uh, you know, there are very few uh, reporters that can pull that off over there or personalities, really. I mean, I think you and Andy could do it, you know. Maybe a couple of others. Now, Eric, Maybe. I, wa I want you to know that Jake was very sincere in his compliment to you. Uh, but I think when he was swinging that hammer one direction, he was uh, no. hitting certain people no, over the head I would in never the do other that. direction. But that's I would, okay. I would never do that. See, because I, I hope you were sincere in what you're saying, because I can second your compliment. But, oh, I love Eric's work. You know that. No. Yeah, Eric, you do a, a terrific job. And I, I wanted to bring that up because I do think it's neat. I think it's cool that you and Andy are doing it. Well, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, the first few we've done have been a lot of fun. Uh, it's a chance for people to kind of pick Andy and I's brains. You know, the the first one or two we did, it was kind of split evenly between material that we wanted to talk about and material from, uh, you know, people asking questions. This, this most recent one that we did uh, last Friday consisted solely of us answering people's questions. We've had a lot of, uh, we've had a lot of people sign up for these. They've been a big hit. And, you know, last time around, it was just, is, yeah. the, is anything people, off, people off limits? Text in questions. So, um, yeah, if that sounds interesting, uh, check out at TripJazz for the links. Is anything off limits? Like, like, uh, could I jump on there and say, what's what's Gordon really like behind the scenes? No, what's, I what's hope like? that you do that. I will totally <laughs> answer that question. Uh, Eric, hey, thank you very much for jumping on with us on a game day. Uh, we look forward to your cover, uh, coverage in the Tribune as always. Thanks, dude. We'll have you back, Eric. All right. You guys take care. See Bye, you, buddy. All right, Eric Walden. Follow him uh, on Twitter, at TribJazz. And, uh, of course, uh, read his coverage in the Salt Lake Tribune. You enjoying yourself over there? I, I did, kind of. I like, you know, I like stirring the pot over there at the Trib. 
in the, I, in the I, sports I was, department. I was so impressed with the way that Eric did not bite on that at all. He just no. went straight for Has Eric gotten your mail to you recently? Or? <laughs> he ran He ran with the plug. He he was like, you know what? I'm here to get some attention on this. He ran with the plug. I thought he'd go with the teasing, but he ran with the plug. I don't blame him. Yeah, don't me neither. <laughs> but then I had to bring it back up because I was like, yeah. Gordon can't go unteased here. That can't happen. About time. That's all I can say, right? Uh, <laughs> Follow Gordon's work, of course, as well, sltrib.com. Are you writing on the game tonight? Yeah. Yes, I am. So, I worked at the L.A. Times. So keep an eye on, uh, out for a column uh, coming up from tonight's Game 5 from one Gordon Monson. And, of course, Eric's coverage there in the Trib as well. Yeah, those guys will be all over it. All right, uh, let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And, uh, Andrew, we love it when you have a chance to join the show because you really do help a lot of our listeners. And I know it's not the most comfortable topic always, but important nonetheless. It is very important. And you're right, we get the occasional person that calls and says, this is inappropriate to be talking about. And I think that the stigma around around erectile dysfunction – is kind of dangerous, frankly. It holds men back from getting treatment. They say 70% of men with ED do not seek treatment. And I would assume that the relationship is what's suffering. That's not a good thing. Our treatments at Wasatch Medical, the acoustic wave therapy, they take all of the negatives out of treating ED. That's the pill or the injections. The pressure waves open up and regrow blood vessels, uh, a process known as neovascularization, and allow for better circulation, essentially, in this part of the body. 45 clinical studies now on our website at wasatchmedicalclinic.com showing this works. It's effective. It's totally safe and even the new standard of care for ED. How long does it take, Andrew? The average guy would do a 10-minute session a few times, three to six times over two to three weeks. So... If we map that out, uh, first week of July, you could be done with the treatments, Uh, potentially throwing the pills completely away, definitely noticing more blood flow. It's a pretty short window. Wow. Jump on it because you can be back. Turn back the clock in no time at all. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call. And uh, you guys always take great care of our listeners. We really believe in delivering a lot of value. If you're struggling with ED, you have questions, you want to know more about our treatment, maybe you feel like you're skeptical or not sure, you can call us now and the initial assessment and exam with our doctor will be free. Uh, He'll do a blood flow ultrasound for free. That's pretty cool. And a little gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. You'll get that as well. And then you can decide. You can say, hey, not for me. I'll call you in a year or I'd like to get started. Uh, There's no obligation on our part and it's totally no charge. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have more coming up next. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, This is your Jazz at 30 update. Ring the 30-point bell. Game five of the Utah Jazz series with the L.A. Clippers going down tonight. No Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers uh, as he injured his knee in game number four. No Mike Conley for the Jazz as he continues to recover from an injured hamstring. Mike himself details how the hamstring setback occurred. 
It was the day of game two, so I was pretty much prepared to come back game three. That's when it kind of happened. I don't think it's a chronic thing at all. I think it will be an off-season thing. It takes time to just fully let everything heal and months of training, preparing your body in a different way than I probably have in the past. So, like I said, all right, right now, time just isn't on our side for that, so we won't have time to wait, but um, just manage it as best we can and deal with it in the off-season. Tip-off coming your way a little after 8 o'clock. You'll uh, hear all the action, of course, here on the Zone Sports Network. Pre-game begins at 4. We'll be live from the plaza, so drop by and say hello. This update brought to you by Mountain Land Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision. Their summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Uh, start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080 at Davis Vision. Just a reminder, we're going to be giving away three pair of tickets to tonight's game. We want to do it to a listener that listens a lot. So we'll be asking three trivia questions about today's show. If you have the correct answer you and you are the correct caller, you could be going. And they'll, they'll be reasonably easy, I think. All you have to do is listen. That's it. Just listen. You don't really have to think. Just, just that, That's a good thing. Listen to Gordon's shenanigans and you're going to be fine. All right, uh, Gordon, I want to take a break from playoff basketball for just a moment. Um, as you see the news today about uh, Arizona State, uh, PK's guy, Herm, uh, could be in some hot water. A whistleblower from within the program has uh, talked to the NCAA, and uh, the university itself has confirmed that it is under investigation for possible recruiting violations and uh, violation of the um, – Oh, what's the right word? Let me look for it. But the the COVID situation, you know, it totally upended recruiting and having people on campus and all those sorts of things. Apparently, that was just uh, a recommendation there at Arizona State. <laughs> more guidelines, kind of, sort of. Uh, a little bit more of a, you know, a uh, yeah, a guideline. Um, so, so here's the thing about that. Whenever I hear about th- these kinds of things going on, it what happens if the whistleblower doesn't come forward? We don't know anything about it, right? And Arizona State just goes right on its way. So I wonder how frequently this stuff goes on and how often a whistleblower doesn't come forward. 
You know, I mean, I don't think that think that Herm Edwards shows up at Arizona State and just says, hey, guys, I got a plan. We're going to do it different than everybody else. No, I think he shows up and says, "Okay, what do we got to do to get this kid to get that kid? What do we got to increase our recruiting? Because we need an infusion of talent. And they say, well, this is what's going on. He said, "Okay, go get go do it. You know, I don't I don't know that. But somewhere along the line, that kind of thing has to take place. Well, I I think, honestly, it's it's not a surprise given the philosophy that Herm Edwards um, employs there at Arizona State. Play to win the game. No, no, well, I guess, but um, we're getting, we've heard it a zillion times, right? We're going to run this program like a pro, like an NFL franchise. <laughs> they say it over and over again. Yeah. That And that's, you know, what they sell to, to recruits, supposedly. We're going to prepare you for the NFL. It's a strong message. You know, uh, you look at uh, apparently Antonio Pierce, who's their associate head coach and defensive coordinator and recruiting coordinator is kind of at the center of all of this. But, you know, NFL background. Uh, wow. Mo, uh, um, uh, Coach Marvin Lewis, right? You know, all these guys who are coming in and they're, we're going to treat you like professionals and all this sort of thing. Well, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, we're not going to operate under the, the collegiate system. This isn't a collegiate <laughs> program. <laughs> well, so would we should we be surprised that they're not going to adhere to collegiate rules? Uh, well, you know, that would be a good idea, I guess, if everybody else is operating by those same rules. And then it would be clean because it would be like the NFL the problem is that the rules prohibit running a program as though it's a professional outfit. Well, here's a quote. Uh, by the way, Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports was the one who, who kind of broke the story. Um, here's a quote from an unnamed staff member. It wasn't a secret as far as knowing everyone who came into that office. The number is too big and the names are too many. They would bring in parents, their moms and dads and friends. Uh, they'd get a facility tour like they were on an official visit. They'd show you the weight room and training room. They'd show you everything, unquote. This is uh, breaking the the rules uh, designed to uh, prevent spread of the COVID-19 during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I would guess that you, Gordon, find this particularly offensive because this certainly punishes uh, programs that did adhere to safety practices. Yeah, I don't like that at all. At I didn't all. guess that you would. No. You know how what my position has been on that throughout the whole era of the pandemic, and uh, I find that most unfortunate. Yeah. I, I mean, well, what you're doing is you're, you're trying to get an edge. Yeah. And they all but told us that that's exactly how Herm Edwards was going to run that program. You're going to try to get an edge. So what, what do you think the to fallout's going to be on this? Is this going to cost the man his job? I don't know. It'll, I'll be curious to see. Hmm. I mean, he hasn't won enough to make himself untouchable. But I think uh, I've not talked with PK about this, but I imagine that uh, a whole lot of folks down there in uh, the Tempe area think that uh, Herm was doing an okay job, moving the program in a, in a more positive direction. Which I would agree with that take, but it's not like they're rattling off conference championships. You know, it's not like it was Pete Carroll yeah. back in the day. Yeah, true. It's not like uh, the what do they say uh, when North Carolina breaks the rules, they punish North Carolina A and T or something like that. You know that <laughs> old adage. I don't know, uh, but you know you're not uh, you're not the Tar Heels where you can completely invent a college course just to give your players an A, and uh, that's fine. Totally fine. This is an irresponsible comment, but is there something in the water down there in Arizona? What's going on? Is everybody cheating down there? 
No, it's the Wild West, man. <laughs> is there this is what happens. A, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Which is dirtier, ASU football or Arizona basketball? Going Arizona basketball. Or the water in Arizona. Because college basketball is far dirtier than college football, and Arizona has been at the spear, at the tip of the spear of that for a while now. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I want it to be evenly competitive. On the other hand, I, I, I don't know how that that's going to happen. I, I just because I think this is Herm Edwards is not alone in running a program like this. I think it's it's happening in a lot of places. And it's it's like okay, uh what's job number 1 for a college coach? Win, right? Um that's the way the fan base looks at it. Yeah, that's true. Go win. And so that's priority 1. Okay, what do we got to do to win? So my question to you is, given your stance on uh, compensation for collegiate athletes. By the way, did you read that article the other day? I didn't read it, but it said if you read, uh, someone tweeted it out. If you read this article, I think Jeremy Bloom, the former Colorado uh-huh. player and CUS skier, uh, tweeted it. I said, if you read this, there's no way you won't think that uh, college athletes should be remunerated. Well, yeah, what happened to him was ridiculous in his circumstance. Yeah. But I didn't read the story. Did you see the story? No, I did not. But I'm familiar with what okay. happened to him in right. uh, with the NCAA and his skiing and football career. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. But let me, let me ask you this. As somebody who is uh, passionate about uh, the exploitation of college athletes, why— <laughs> wait, wait, passionate about trying to limit the exploitation, yeah. Why do you care? Because I've, I've had college athletes in my family. I've, no, no, no. Why I, do you I've, care? I've, got, uh, had, that, that, I've had close, up close views of what these college athletes. No, 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 do. no. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. Uh, that's not what I'm asking. Why do you care about what Herm Edwards is doing? Why do you care that Herm Edwards is breaking the rules? The only, well, the, the main reason I care about that is because some programs aren't, and so some programs are at a disadvantage. So what happens if it were all, if it were actually the Wild West and everything's uh, legal? Would you apply that logic to universities that have more resources than others? Well, look, I mean, there's no way you can make it totally even, um, you know. So, but I will would feel actually a little better about it if everybody was doing the same thing. I would, even if it was crooked at its foundation. Even though every university wouldn't have the same opportunity. Uh, if the all same of the, resources to well, do so. If, I mean, but that's isn't that kind of life? That's the way it is. Not supposedly I mean, in college. I know, but I mean, you can go to you can look at what USC can offer you, and go, wow. I mean, some schools offer a better education than other schools. That is true. And is that fair? But we're talking about financial. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's that's it's an extension. It's the same Except principle. Except for we are talking about college. Well, we're talking I, about universities. I, I, I we're not talking about professional. I'm not sports. saying pay them whatever they want. I, I I would I would like to see some leveling process in that uh, in that equation, so that uh, it's okay to to pay them a certain amount, but everybody can pay that amount. And then you have the problem of oh, once you open that. Bust that damn open, and you know, I mean, who's going to limit the, uh, the whatever the the ceiling is on the uh, on the compensation? 
Well, but, that that's already happened. Though, yeah, with the huh? the cost of attendance, uh, actual cost of attendance is what they're couching it as. Well, yeah, because it's more expensive to live in uh, Los Angeles than it is to live in uh, Manhattan, Kansas, which is their excuse. But yeah. we know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's their chance to to alleviate some of the pressure by giving the the athletes more cash, which oh, is, which is exactly no, what you're you, describing. You, you can understand that it's more expensive in some places than others. I Yes, I'm aware of that fact. Thank okay. you. Thank so you that's, very much. But that's, but that's worthwhile. But That's legitimate. But you understand it's their excuse for doing it without compromising what they've been arguing about all yeah, these Yeah, but they, don't they, they make all that public, how much uh, the, the cost is, right, the cost of living? Right, so everybody I don't knows think, what they're they supposedly paying. Right, but they don't make those equations public on how the universities come up with their actual cost of attendance. They could, yeah, but put they whatever make, they want into they, those equations. Yeah, but they make they make it clear what the amount is. So it's not like all cloaked. Oh, these guys are getting fifteen thousand dollars a month. No, you know, but they're already doing what you're advocating for. Yeah, and uh, okay. No. And I don't think that's an excuse. It might be it might be exploited or abused, but uh, I think there's good reason for that. Uh, the Top 1660 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30. Hanson Scotty will announce another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 1660 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon only right here on the Zone Sports Network. Market update coming your way next. Uh, we'll get to what's going on at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, and uh, we'll get to David Locke at 5. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Reaction pouring in as the Jazz drop game four. And Ryan says the Clippers wanted to play the Jazz for a reason in this round. And now we're seeing why. I'm trying to be optimistic. Go Jazz, win it in six. That's the great thing about it, man. The sky fell. But this is sports. The recipe's there. We all know it. Go make it happen. That's why I'm eagerly anticipating game five. What do you got? You got slapped, punched, kicked, whatever you want. Big deal. It happened. So what? Now, where do you go from here? I am so eager to see how this group responds. If they respond like I think they will, it's going to be sweet. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey guys. Jake here from my friends at Peach Building Products. Uh, Very excited to partner with them because they are doing really, really cool things in the world of windows and doors. In fact, they've been Utah's premier window and door retailer combining beauty and technology on Windows and Doors since 1993. Cindy and her group uh, will take such great care of our listeners. They're big-time jazz fans. Uh, They're P1s right here on the station, and we love supporting local business, of course. Uh, I would recommend drop by their showroom, see what they're doing. Right off 3rd West and 2940 South, it's easy to get to, and you can find out exactly what they can custom do for you. Maybe it's a a custom-sized window in your front room. Maybe you're interested in an indoor-outdoor space and you want those window doors that everybody's talking about, they will take care of you. And get this, they are a completely turnkey company from uh, from sales to installation. Uh, they want to make sure that you are a very satisfied customer. And listen, uh, 
They don't do the subcontractor thing. They've got their own installers. There's no ghosting. They're big into customer service. They talk to people. You know, how rare is that in the window and door world? So check them out. Find out how they can make a difference in your life. It's Peach Building Products. You can go online, peachbuildingproducts.com. I recommend uh, the showroom, 2940 South, 300 West. Or simply call them. They'll answer. Trust me, 801-556-1255, Peach Building Products. Ball on the Zone Sports Network. Charles Barkley once said a series does not start until the home team loses a game. In that series, when he said that, the home team lost very quickly on a John Stockton shot. Let's hope the same can happen for the Utah Jazz, who are now tied 2-2 against the L.A. Clippers. 8 o'clock tip-off right here on the Zone Sports Network. When the Jazz take the court in the NBA playoffs, you'll hear every moment on the zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. When you need something to take you home, let me be that song that gets you high. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Stay tuned. We've got a little what's going on for you at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Hear from, uh, uh, we'll, actually, we'll hear from Mike Conley. We'll uh, get to his media availability, and maybe we'll get to uh, DJ and PK or Hanson Scotty if we have the time. So stay tuned for that. But right now, it is time for a Mountain America market update brought to you by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. How the markets do today, Gordon? The markets got uh, sort of troubling news from the Fed uh, about rate hikes uh, coming up, but uh, the Dow, as a result, was down uh, nearly 266 points. We're about ready to bust one over their head gonna, right now. The Nasdaq was off 33 points. This is a sh- this is a shame. Oh, hey, did he say what I? Th- well, we bleeped it, obviously. Lloyd, what's the, Lloyd's in the other room right now with Austin. There's a check swing, but it was close enough it required a sensor. Oh, okay. Jeez. A foul tip, if it, as it were. Straight into the catcher's mitt? No, it glanced off the mitt. But... And the, uh, the S&P was off uh, nearly 23 points. It is a burning fire of garbage. It's, it's just <laughs> ridiculous what they're doing. All right, there you go. An all-hands edition. Uh, all right. What is Hans doing, by the way, Lloyd? Where, where is he off getting sunburned somewhere? Oh, I don't know if he's doing that, Austin. Jeez, it's aggressive. I don't know. That's what I think. <laughs> is that what you heard, or is that what you think? I just know the guy. Oh, <laughs> oh, do you? Wow. All right. Let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And Andrew, we're here to uh, help out our listeners uh, with something that's not always easy to talk about, but super important. It is so important. You're right. It is not easy to talk about. And guys have kind of taken the pill when we're talking about erectile dysfunction for 30 years. They can kind of do that maybe behind closed doors. Nobody has to know. And I say, if the pill is working great for you, no side effects, uh, keep doing it. You don't need to change anything. If you're noticing, though, some headaches, you're having to take more of the pill, maybe it's stopped working altogether, 
uh, the acoustic wave therapy that Wasatch Medical Clinic uses could be a good alternative. It opens up and regrows blood vessels. We have helped so many men turn back the clock in the bedroom, restore normal function, and get rid of the erectile dysfunction with gentle pressure waves that repair the blood vessels. You know, you mentioned uh, might want to stick with the pills if it's working, but even if it's working, a lot of guys have some pretty bad side effects that it might be nice to get away from, right? They do. So they get the headaches, they get the blurred vision, the pill loses the effectiveness, so then they take more of it, and the side effects get worse. And then it stops working altogether, then they go to injections, and that's a nightmare. So you can eliminate all that. We do have a breakthrough. There's 40 clinical studies one that says this is the new standard of care for erectile dysfunction. That is so cool, and there's so much science saying this really does work. 801-901-8000. Get on the schedule and get in and see the doctor for free. Yes. uh, The doctor will meet with you for free. He'll do an assessment and an exam. Uh, The blood flow ultrasound will be free as well. This is the first step in analyzing your situation, um, getting rid of the ED. You can go forward with treatments if you like or not. And also, call us. We'll give you the little free gift, very popular, produces immediate results in the bedroom. You'll love that. It's all no charge. 801 801 Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. All right, stay tuned. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.